0: I am expecting for what God's going to do today. Amen. Revival is truly now. You are in the miracle zone. Hallelujah. Where nothing is impossible. Signs, wonders, and miracles will happen in this place today. And if you've come here to receive a touch from God, you will receive that touch from God today. He is faithful, and this is his love for you. We have been amazed at the miracles that he has done. Millions have seen across the world videos of what he has done here. And I want to welcome all of you watching live. Welcome. Every word that's spoken today you can receive now. You can receive miracles throughout this whole service. Hallelujah. We have, there's several people that have traveled I know from afar. We have here Lenny and Esther and Esther's cousin. What's your name? Melissa now they traveled all the way from massachusetts and where are you from you're in florida right now coming from florida from the east coast wow i would like to invite esther and lenny up and you can come as well if you want but i want you two to testify of what happened in your life what god did your last time here these ladies traveled just i think four or five weeks ago Four or five weeks ago you were here, right? You wanna go first? This is this is Esther. Now Esther, you came a few weeks ago. You wanna share why you came and what God did?
1: Um, well, when I before I came a few weeks ago, um before I came a few weeks ago, I wasn't even though I was in okay, I was in church and you know, I was battling a lot of um depression. Anxiety, and Let's I. Okay, a little louder. I, okay, um, before I came here, I was battling a lot of depression and anxiety, and I didn't know how to get close to God. Um, for a long time, I didn't know like what to do. Um, the enemy kept like telling me lies, like I had to be this way and this way. Before this, I didn't know my. <laughs> thing. <laughs> i just i didn't know my worth i didn't know who i was so i thank god for that now that i god has given me purpose and uh he uses the name, my friend here to show me the apostle and it was funny before i mean even though i saw her video i was talking to one of my friends and they were asking me like um what i wanted to do for my birthday and and if I knew who I was and I was like, No, I was like it's not important, it's not important and then I was watching um a live with the apostle and there was a moment I saw God in her eyes when she that God was speaking through her and saying like that God has chosen me for a purpose and <laughs> and at that moment I knew like I had to go here and I receive healing and deliverance. <laughs> Amen
0: amen hallelujah and you said you received healing and deliverance when you were here praise God praise God thank you Jesus
1: hallelujah praise God hi Uh, I'm Melissa. Hi everyone. I'm so happy to be here. I've been watching, you know, all these videos for the last week now And I'm so grateful to God to be here. He brought me all the way here from New York I first went to I was in New York and then I went to Jamaica and then I went to Florida and now I'm here and I'm only here because God brought me here because I've been, you know struggling with the enemy and God has brought me here He's brought me from, from so many super places to get here and in Jesus' name. I'm so grateful and I thank God. When I first came here and I sat down right there, I felt so much peace sitting here in Jesus' name. And I could breathe. I have not been able to breathe. And I can breathe here in Jesus' name. And I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful. I'm so happy to be here with each and every one of you in Jesus' name. I thank you
0: hallelujah thank you Jesus for your
2: presence hallelujah thank you for sharing Lenny hi guys (laughs) hi guys I'm Lenny I'm the the girl that you guys saw in the video oh sorry you told me about it (laughs) okay so um my testimony is long so I used to go to UMass Dartmouth College. It was my third year in college. Um, my ex-boyfriend sent me, because I was going through a lot, so my ex-boyfriend has brought me to a evil house, which I thought it was God. I was in Christian back then. And she gave me a bedside with the red water, so much evil stuff, so many stuff. And I thought it was God the whole time. I thought I was finding Jesus because the whole time in college, we didn't know God, but I know he exists, but I didn't know how to find him. So I used to pray every day and night. And when you was when I used to pray, I used to back up and forth, back up and forth, and thought it was God, but it was the evil stuff in me. And I don't know where I start to be scared of the mirror. I start to see evil. I start to see some, something telling me that they're going to kill me. It was so much spirit over me. So. Um, uh, my mom, they they had to took me out of college. I was so sad. I was at disappointment point of God because I didn't want to leave college because um, this year was supposed to be done. I was supposed to have um, supposed to be a criminal justice, but I know it happened for a reason. So um, What happened was my mom brought me back home. They sent me to Ford Church. I had to go to Ford Church. I had like thousand more than that spirits used to be pastor used to be like like at least 30 people holding me I used to be so strong so much spirit on me and I used to fight people and every Friday I used to tell my mom um, they're gonna kill me Friday they used to say they're gonna kill me Friday and then um People used to be so scared of me um, to be near me, and also God removed all the money, removed everything away from me to show to me that He's God, and I was worship God when I didn't have nothing, um, love Him all that, and till one day this woman came out for my country, gave her. I didn't know if she was sent by God, but she was teaching me about God, but also she started saying that God has called me to do a will of to do to work with her basically then I, and then it didn't work then i went uh except she's i went to another church there too and then they told me that i'm going to be something very powerful the brazilian i couldn't understand everything in brazil and then i started like um i feel like everywhere i go people wanted want me so bad for what god has given to me um so um we came here um i saw so i was going through a lot i was going to much so much battle. I had a three car accident back to back back to back um, so many so many stuff going on like I didn't my financial life everything was bad I saw her video I was crying I was going through so much and God told me this is the omen of God and it feels something like I'm like I have to come here God has, God wants to do something I told her and then she felt the same way then we but we told the pastor before the pastor told us to not come he did not want us to come he told us straight up He told us straight up that, um, that if he will leave seed is going to be empty because god has used me powerful like use people to go to the church just like that speak the word of god people bunch of people start going to the church so he's saying that if we come here the seed is going to be empty and you know it was and then i went in the car i pray i was like god is this your will and i feel so much peace and i remember puzzles like when you feel that peace i remember and we we came we came and next day we went back, um, I was so scared to be on the frying, and God, and now I'm not afraid, like now I can love to fry, like God, I want to fry back here again, and yes, and then we um, went back, um, God has told me that, and even the pastor used to tell me that he wants to invest on me, like. I didn't know anything, so I was just like, okay, so it was weird. And then we came back. When we went back, it was so much better. God told me that's not where the church is supposed to be on. So I was getting phone call by the pastor, by everybody in the church, telling me that I need a pastor in my life, like, like i feel this period like something so heavy like bother me i have to, they pushing me trying to grab me everywhere i had to block them everywhere it was still going still going and even at home my the devil has used my family so much but my mom says she told me that i'm different now and if they want to come over too, they all want to come now and i'm here like yesterday another thing sorry another thing yesterday we was going to so much better the devil was manifest on her like a lot We had to pray and all that. So I'm here, and I know God's going to do something amazing. So I'm thankful I found here. Amen. She says this is where I belong now.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Wow, God did miracles in their lives. Probably some of you might have seen their videos. It went viral on TikTok. Millions of views of both of them, what God did right here. God delivered them. Demons were cast out. And this is so amazing to hear the change that they find in their lives now. You are free now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Luke four eighteen. When Jesus came and he introduced himself, he reads from Isaiah, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to announce release, pardon, forgiveness to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind and to set free those who are oppressed. This is why Jesus came. This is what he was anointed for. Not only to preach the gospel, but also to set free those who are oppressed. Oppressed because we are in a spiritual war. The devil exists and he brings oppression and chains upon people. Like we hear this testimony here of Lenny and he's tricky and he's sneaky and he comes when doors open and before spiritual eyes can be opened, you don't know that you're opening the door for the enemy. The things of the spiritual realm are not simple, how the enemy comes in and brings chains and bondage and oppression. It's not simple. Sometimes it's the door that we open on ourselves. Sometimes it's from generations past where a door was opened. It's not always someone's doing of opening a door why they are oppressed. And Jesus came, and he says, I don't care how it happened. I don't care if you were the one to get yourself in this bondage, if you were the one to open up the door or not. I don't care. I love you. I have forgiven you. I have taken away all your sins, all your past. And I, out of my love, am now coming to set you you free this is the heart of Jesus right after he reads this and announces I'm here I'm the he's he's announcing it's becoming revealed now the prophecy is becoming fulfilled now in the in Luke in the gospel of Luke it records that now he starts to begin his public ministry And what does his public ministry look like? Luke 4:32. He was teaching on the Sabbath, like we are here today. He was teaching in a synagogue, which would be like church of today. And it says he was teaching them on the Sabbath, and they were surprised, almost overwhelmed at his teaching, because his message was given with authority and power and great ability. In other words, His message came with anointing, with the power of God. His message was different than the other sermons they'd heard of other men of God. It had power and authority, and they felt change and transformation and the presence of God as they heard simply the word. So he preached the word, and then it says, verse 33, Luke 4, verse 33 There was a man in the synagogue, which would be church of today, who was possessed by the spirit of an unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud and terrible voice, Let us alone. What business do we have in common with each other, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent, muzzled, gagged, and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown the man down among them, he came out of him without injuring him in any way. They were all astonished and in awe and began saying to one another, What is this message? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. And and the news about him spread into every place in the surrounding district. So Jesus began his ministry by preaching the word with power and then seeing afflicted, oppressed people, possessed people in the congregation and set them free from demons, from bondage of the enemy. He set them free. This is the ministry of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. This is still the ministry of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that when they, when they witnessed this, when the people, like you people here, witnessed the demons being cast out, they were in awe. They were astonished. Wow. Even the demons obey him. Wow. So this this amazement, astonishment of Jesus came by seeing his love demonstrated in power and setting his people free from the devil. This is how the awe and astonishment and love of Jesus came to people because they witnessed God's love in action. They weren't amazed by a beautiful sermon They were amazed by the power and authority in the message that was different than any message they heard before. And by the demons that were cast out. That's what made people full of awe and go spread the news. The Bible says right here that news spread everywhere. So this shows us this is how Jesus wants to grow his church. That his power would be present. That demons would be cast out in the church. And people would be in awe witnessing this. People would discover God's love for them as they experience his love in action. That's the meaning of do not love just in word. But indeed, our Jesus, his love is not just words, but it comes in action. He does not want you to be tormented by the enemy. No matter what you've done, no matter your past, you don't deserve it. In his eyes, he just wants to set you free, boom, completely free. Any kind of bondage you have, any kind of sickness. In the spiritual realm, Jesus can see what's going on with people, what's going on with you. When you don't see in the spiritual realm, when you're in religion, you don't see what's going on with people really you don't see the oppression they're facing from the enemy really what you see is faulty christians you see people who are not being good enough christians people who aren't reading their bible enough people who aren't praying enough people who can't put down the alcohol people who keep sleeping around you just need to do right the right thing you just need to do what God says why are you doing this (sighs) because they don't see what's going on in the spiritual realm but what happens is people have real bondage and chains in their life from the enemy So many people, there's so many Christians, there's so many people of God that do not want to be an alcoholic. that do not want to be addicted. that don't want to look at pornography all the time. that don't want to be sleeping around. There's so many people that don't want that. There's so many people that are just sad all the time and they don't want to be that way. They want to be a good witness for God. And let let his glory shine through them. They don't want to be this way, but why are they this way? They are not this way because they're not a good enough Christian. That's what religion says. But they are this way because they are in bondage. The enemy has chains on them that can only be broken by the power of Jesus. You need to understand how things are in the spiritual realm. Like The enemy has power. God's power is so much more. Hallelujah. But you need to understand that the enemy does have power, and his power can only be broken by anointing, by the power of God. It's not something simple, like you just pray it away. Amen? So when the enemy has bondage on someone's life, let's say addiction. When the enemy truly has oppression, true chains in the spiritual realm, it's like someone's hand is chained to a bottle of alcohol or a bottle of pills. And people, Christian people, religious people are saying, what's wrong with you? Why can't you put the drink down? Why can't you put the pills down? Why are they in your hand? But Jesus can see in the spiritual realm that there are chains attached from your hand there. You don't want the chains there, but the chains are there. Pornography. It's like people with addiction of pornography. People could say, why can't you just stop? What's wrong with you? Just stop. Just stop sinning. But in the spiritual realm, it's like demonically there are chains where their, their head is strapped in one place and there's a computer screen in front and they can't move as much as they want to. Depression, anxiety, just be happy, don't worry. There are certain demonic strongholds of anxiety, of depression, and it's like a weight in the spiritual realm that's pushing you so far and somebody's saying, what's wrong? Just Jump and be happy while there's so much weight on them. This is what's going on in the spiritual realm. And so in order to follow Jesus fully and, and, and follow the things of the spirit, one needs freedom. If they, if they don't have freedom already, they need freedom. They need the chains to be broken. And that's why Jesus, when he came, he didn't just preach, don't sin, live this way. He didn't end that way. He saw chains upon people that would prohibit them from doing what he's preaching unless he broke the chains by his power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he sees, he sees the oppression. He sees the oppression of people and he, out of his love, he frees them in one moment. How beautiful is this? Amen? How beautiful is this Jesus? Now we've witnessed the past, uh, we've witnessed recently here, we've witnessed demons manifesting in service. We see this in the Bible a lot. We see demons manifesting before they are cast out. This is what happens when Jesus, what happens in the verse that I just read in Luke 4, 34. They start speaking out of the man. Let us alone. Let us alone. Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. By the way, it says now, I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Now, this work of deliverance that Jesus does is so beautiful. And God wants you to see it this way today. God is reshaping your heart. Reshaping your heart to be more like his, to understand more of his heart. Because many of you have not witnessed deliverance before. Many of you have not known that this happens in the spiritual realm. And the enemy has a strategic scheme to make you think it's creepy or scary to some people. But that is not true. That's a lie of the enemy because the enemy is terrified of you knowing the truth, of you being set free, of you really being part of the work of God of setting the captives free. The truth is, is that deliverance is so beautiful. Why is it so beautiful? Because Jesus demonstrates his love with action. You know, to look at demons in the face, to look at demons in the face and address them, that's not something that's comfortable Exactly. That's not something that's exactly like fun, but out of Jesus' love, he looks at the ugliness of the demons in the eye and he deals with them. This is like seeing people who are in prison in the dungeons, trapped. Imagine someone in the dungeons, in the basement, trapped and it's dirty and it's smelly there and it's gross there. And Jesus chooses to spend his time going to the pits, to the prison, to the ugly, dark, dirty place to rescue you, to rescue that person who can only be rescued by him. No one else can get them out of there. They'll be stuck there forever. They could be a Christian stuck there forever. Stuck in that prison. But Jesus, out of his love, comes and pulls you out of the pit. Takes the time to address the ugliness, the evil in the eye and say, go. These chains must be broken off of my beloved son and daughter. What is more beautiful than that? That is a powerful love. Amen? God wants you to have his heart. His heart. To see in the spiritual realm, people are really struggling, really in bondage. And the only way they'll be set free is by the power of Jesus. This is the only way. Jesus wants you to, to be a vessel of him. To speak to the darkness, go. To be here and to witness the work of God of Jesus addressing the ugly and the evil and sending it out of the person. To witness this with my own eyes changed my life like never before. It molded my heart to be more like Jesus like never before. First of all, it opened up my eyes to see that the enemy is really evil. More than I realized. And people need freedom. And people are the way they are sometimes, like super angry or super mean to you, lash out to you, addicted, etc. They are this way many times because they need to be set free. So, when I actually witnessed demons being cast out before my eyes and manifesting, this is what made me have a Jesus heart of compassion like never before in my life. Like never before in my life. This is what made me able to see people with Jesus's eyes. I would immediately look in the spiritual realm instead of seeing the physical, why are they doing that? Why did they do that to me? Why are they behaving like this? why are they sinning? Instead of jumping there, I could immediately go, okay, there needs to be freedom for this person. I no longer took offense if someone was mean to me. I no longer judged them. But I could see they need freedom. They need Jesus to set them free. And God is having me share this message because he's looking f- he's looking for hearts out there who will accept him for who he really is not just the comfortable parts the cute parts you know not not just the oh nice nice yes Jesus yes but can we have part of the heart that is aggressive to evil? Who will not let it stay? Or will, ah, no, that's too uncomfortable. That's too spooky and creepy. Eh. Yeah, I'm good. No, but that's not God's heart. And that's how God sees it. When we, when we don't have this heart, it's like, People who have chains around their hands, around the drink, around the pills, around the pornography screen, etc, the depression. and we're just letting them stay like that. We're just letting it stay in their life. That's not love. Love is wanting them to be set free. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 1 Corinthians 4.20, it says the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. And what that scripture means is the power to cast out demons, the power to deliver people of all sorts of oppression. This is the kingdom of God. This is the meaning that it's not a matter of talk, but of power. It says in Luke eleven twenty, 20, If I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Then, there's just a couple times in the Bible where it describes what the kingdom of God is like and how you'll know it's here. When I cast out demons by the finger of God, then you will know the kingdom of God is here. Then you will know. If the, if the people from the Acts church came, went to a church in those times, in the Acts times, where they didn't see demons cast out, they would say, the kingdom of God is not here. Absolutely not. Because it was the norm in those days for deliverance to be taking place always in the church. The enemy was trying in many people's lives. And it was always the work of God to set every person free who needed it. Amen? Hallelujah. Luke 10, 17, it says that the disciples, when they were sent on a ministry trip for the first time, Jesus sent them out. Go minister now. As I, What I've taught you, now you will do. They come back and they're thrilled. And they say, They report to Jesus, Lord, even the demons obeyed us when we commanded them in your name. And Jesus replied, while you were ministering, I watched Satan topple until he fell suddenly from heaven like lightning to the ground. Now you understand that I have imparted to you all my authority to trample over his kingdom you will trample upon every demon before you and overcome every power Satan possesses. Absolutely nothing will be able to harm you as you walk in this authority. So when you can accept God's will, do what he's called you to do, and walk in the authority and trample on demons and be in a place where demons are cast out, amen? When you can do that, nothing shall harm you. Jesus, it says when he came to this earth, he said, it says that he came to destroy the works of the devil. That's why he came. I came to destroy the works of the devil. So he canceled the curse of the enemy And he made it so now we have authority to trample over demons. But the job wasn't done when he said, I came to destroy the works of the devil. I went on the cross. I rose from the grave. It's done now. No. He did that so now we could trample on demons. So now we could do the same exact things he did have his true heart, have the the courage, the love for people to to want them to be free and to look evil in the eye and to witness demons cast out of people and rejoice in God and be in awe of him unashamedly. Unashamedly. Amen. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now it's time. He's looking this is what he's doing in this revival. The devil's time is up. The devil's, the devil's been having a field day for so long. Hiding, hiding in people. You know, the scripture I read earlier about how when Jesus, whenever you see Jesus casting out demons, demons manifest before that happens, and they speak truth. Now, the devil is the father of lies, and so when, we, when we're not in the presence of anointing where the power of Jesus is moving— demons can hide he gets to lie and lie and lie and lie and hide and he lies like through the spirit of religion you're just not being a good enough christian you're just sinning too much that's how he lies he also lies with lack of faith well i haven't seen miracles like this i need to go to the doctor my first thought isn't oh god can heal me nope well i have depression anxiety i have to go to the doctor, that's just what I have to do. Not, I need freedom. In the Acts church, people were running to the church because they knew this is where they'd receive healing. It says in Acts 19.11, God did extraordinary miracles through Paul so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that touched him were taken to the sick and their illnesses were cured and evil spirits left them. Acts 5.12, at the hands of apostles, many signs and wonders, attesting miracles, were continually taking place among the people. Continually. And they all met at the church, basically, but none of the rest of the people dared to associate with them. However, the people were holding them in highest esteem and were speaking highly of them. Verse 14, more and more believers in the Lord, crowds of men and women, were constantly being added to their number to such an extent that, that they even carried their sick out into the streets and put them on cots and sleeping pads so that when Peter came by, at least his shadow might fall on one of them with healing power. And the people from the towns in the vicinity of Jerusalem were coming together, bringing the sick and those who were tormented by unclean spirits. And they were all being healed. Yeah, this is our example of what church should look like. So back in those days, the devil wasn't able to hide so much because there were people of God who were doing what Jesus told them to do. Do the things I did and greater. Heal the sick, preach the gospel, cast out demons, do it all. Unashamedly, I am with you. So they took that commission seriously. This is the simple commission He's given me. Preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out demons, raise the dead. It's simple. I'm taking this to heart. This is my assignment. And so that's what we see why why we see what we saw in the book of Acts. All of the miracles happening. Because these people of God said, yes, Lord, your way, your heart completely, your entire heart, not the parts that I want to take, not just the mushy, gushy, comfortable parts, but also the parts that hate the devil and will deal with the devil, even when it's uncomfortable and strange looking to other people even if it means people will hate me and think I'm creepy and weird, I still accept your full heart, God. That's why we see what we saw in the book of Acts. And so when people had issues in their life, any kind of issue, any kind of issue is demonic. Anything that goes against what Jesus provided for you on the cross you need freedom. So in those days, any problem that, that they had in the li- in life, they would run to the church because they knew church was the answer. So many, they had to line them up in the streets because they wouldn't fit in this place right here. It's like we'd have to go up, go to this area up, up there where there's more space. Because the power of God was there. Now, there's a way in which Jesus' power moves and casts out demons and frees people of all kinds of demonic oppression. There's a way that this happens. It doesn't happen any old way. It says here that Apostle Paul, there was anointing on him, and people were bringing the handkerchiefs, touching him, where the anointing, the location of where Jesus was moving in this kind of power and placing them on sick people and people with demons. And the demons were cast out and they were healed. It also says that when people got into the location of the anointing of Apostle Peter, his shadow, people got in the location. They, they, they had his shadow pass them and they were then healed and demons were cast out. So, the Bible reveals to us how deliverance takes place, how demons are cast out. God chooses to put anointing in vessels. There's a location that He's moving through vessels. And when you position yourself there, you will receive freedom you will receive healing just like in the days of apostle Paul and apostle Peter. This is how it works. The Bible shows us how to receive deliverance. It wasn't when you read enough of the Bible, when you pray enough, when you fast enough. No, it wasn't those things that the demons actually were cast out. It wasn't those things that the people were actually healed. It's when people did things God's way in his order and came to the place, the location, where anointing was flowing. Where anointing is flowing, it brings demonic things to the surface and gets them out. That's how it works. This is why demons would manifest, start speaking through people in the presence of Jesus. Whether he was preaching in a church, whether he came across the man who was in these chains, in these days they would have called it a mental sickness. He was in tons of chains, and all of a sudden demons start speaking out of the man when Jesus, the presence of Jesus, comes close. What happens is they they, they are liars and they can hide when there's no power of God present. Power of God. Anointing is different than the Holy Spirit. As a believer, you all have the Holy Spirit. But there's a difference between the Holy Spirit that lives within you and anointing power of God. So what happens is when these demons or any kind of demonic oppression gets close to the presence, they can't hide anymore. Whether it's demons that start speaking out of a person or whether it's something you feel some some kind of you feel something like a heaviness or something you feel something different in your body perhaps when you get into the presence there's something some of you are feeling it even now you feel something happening in your body now what's happening is in the true presence of anointing power of god the things of the enemy that are hiding the oppression can no longer lie and hide, but they must be exposed and revealed and brought to the surface and be cast out. And that's why the, the scripture that I had read in Luke, when the demons said, said as they were manifesting as Jesus was ministering, you are the son of God. The enemy didn't want the demons to say that. But they were forced to. When you get in the presence of anointing, they can't hide and they must reveal and expose. We saw this happen last week. We saw this happen last week. There were demons that spoke out of a woman saying, the biggest lie is that God doesn't exist. And so many people are blinded by the spiritual realm. Also said... I don't want her to preach the gospel. The one who had demons, they were speaking out of her. I don't want her to preach the gospel. I don't want her to speak about Jesus. I don't want her to preach the gospel. That's what happened through Lenny too. I don't want her to preach the gospel. So that when in the presence of the anointing, the demons reveal the truth. So your eyes can be opened up in the spiritual realm. To know the power of the word of God. Wow, if the demons don't want her to preach, that means I better get to church more and hear the word of God. The anointed word of God. Wow, witnessing that, this reveals to me how much of a liar the devil is. So in my life now, I'm able to discern all these thoughts that I thought were just myself. By witnessing the demons speak this truth and be exposed, now my spiritual eyes have opened up. So now I can be aware of the lies of the enemy more and reject them. You want to grow spiritually? You have to be in the presence of God and be and have your eyes opened like this. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So... A lie of the enemy is that to be to t- t- that, that, that deliverances are spooky and weird and strange. There's even another lie of the enemy that it's not safe, like a demon will go to you or something. I expose that lie in Jesus' name. Amen. In fact, being here. When you, when demons are being cast out, this is the safest place to be. Number one, because the way that demons come, the way that oppression comes, oppression comes is when you open up the door to the enemy in your life, or it may have been generations past or something may have happened when you were a child that was out of your control. the way to close the door to the enemy, one of the biggest ways we close the door instead of open is come to church where the power of God is. Hallelujah. So when you're witnessing this, you are closing the door majorly, number one. Number two, your spiritual eyes are being opened up in a way that it can never be opened. Like it can't be opened this way just by reading the Bible. Like your spiritual eyes, this level of your eyes being opened can only be can only happen when you witness this, when you witness the supernatural power of God setting somebody free. So this makes you be have victory over the devil in your life. It makes you a stronger believer. It makes you fall in love with God more. This Jesus is so amazing. I witnessed him set free His his child like this. What about his love for me? Oh wow, and when I witnessed this for the first time, when I witnessed demons be cast out of people it's like God spoke to me see my child I do want to free every single person yeah I do so many times people have questions why do bad things happen why is this happening to me doesn't God love me yes but he just has a way in, to free you a way in which he frees you There's a way that it happens. So my eyes were opened up like this, oh my goodness. Like literally every bad thing that's going on with somebody in their life, Jesus wants to set them free of that. He does. And he has the power to do it. And he will do it. If that person can be willing to position themselves where the anointing is flowing like you have here today. Also, listen to this. A Couple weeks ago, demons were cast out of a girl, and I was a woman, and I was speaking, go now in Jesus' name. I was speaking those words to the demons. I was declaring these words, the power of God on the words, and I put this video on TikTok. It has a, a one and a half million views so f- in just like a day so far, hallelujah. But people are testifying in the comments of feeling the power of God as they watch. One per a, a couple people have, uh, that I've read have testified of feeling something leave them as they heard my words. Go now they were sh- somebody testified i'm shaking in other words they were manifesting and they were being set free and other people literally wrote i literally bro somebody wrote bro i literally <laughs> felt something leave me <laughs> hallelujah hallelujah so this is how powerful anointing is. Like with the handkerchiefs, with the shadow, when you are in the location where the anointed word is, the power of God is, you are receiving this whole time. And so, even when when a demon's being cast out, it's not like you're just watching something that is uncomfortable or spooky or something. No, you are seeing something beautiful. You are seeing the most beautiful action of Jesus' love for His children. Number 1 and number 2, you yourself are receiving deliverance. Just witnessing it and receiving the word. Go now in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. And God is going to free this woman right now. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Father. Can sh- can you stand up, hun? Can you stand up? Stand up. And can you come? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You can just. Thank you, Jesus. God is freeing you right now. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I declare every tormenting spirit in you to go now in Jesus' name everyone tormenting your thoughts, I declare it to go now in Jesus' name. Everyone, get out of her mind now in Jesus' name. Go, go. What?
1: I have to leave. I kept lying to her. I told her she was a bad person, but I am the bad person. She's so good. She's such a good person. She loves with all her heart. She has love pouring out of her. She loves her family so much. It hurts her. She can't look at them because she loves them all. (laughs) She loves her dad. She can't look at her own dad because she loves him so much. She feels pain because she loves him.
2: Wow.
0: Wow. Say that again. She's a good person. This, This girl right here. She's a good person.
1: Uh, she loves so hard she met her days ago days 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 ago and she loves her already like they've known her oh lies she's known her she's known her it's like she's known her her whole life but she just met her Friday it's as if she's known her whole whole life okay oh, in Jesus' name
0: Listen to me. You can no longer live in this body. Look at me. Look at me. You can no longer lie to this girl. Look at me. You can no longer lie to her. Your time is up. I declare you to get out of this body now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Everyone out. Everyone out. Everyone, out, now, completely, free, free, free. You have to go, every one of you, every one of you now in Jesus' name. In the order that you came in, go out now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are free. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You're free. Thank you. Yay. She says, I'm free. You're free. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. This is the love of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is the love of Jesus. There are no words. He's amazing. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. Thank you for freeing your daughter today thank you for leading her all the way from massachusetts thank you for leading her to lenny met her friday thank you jesus thank you lord thank you for using esther her cousin thank you lord i'm just amazed thank you jesus thank you father i had just shared how demons must reveal the truth in the power of God they're forced to they don't want to the devil doesn't want that to happen but just as they're forced to leave they're also forced to expose hallelujah thank you Jesus thank you Jesus and so they were speaking out of her she's a really good person but I lie to her all the time she's a really good person She's really loving. That's what they were speaking out of her. Ah, can you receive this for yourself now? Can you receive this for yourself now? The truth? That you are really loving, that you are amazing, that you are an amazing person? Can you receive this is truth? The devil's a liar. The lies in your head saying you're a bad person. You're not loving enough. You're not a good enough Christian. The devil revealed today. This is the spiritual realm exposed for you today, how the enemy works in your mind. He's a liar. He can no longer have victory over your mind today. You have victory over his lies from today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Father, for delivering your child, God. We thank you for the miracles you are going to do right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lift your hands to God right now. I see him moving powerfully right now and releasing miracles to you now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I declare this power of God to touch you everywhere you are now in Jesus' name. I declare every demonic chain to be broken now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I declare every chain of addiction to be broken off of you now in Jesus' name. Be free now. I declare those desires, those temptations to fall off of you now by the power of God. You are free. You are free. Thank you, Jesus. I speak to anxiety. I send the fire of God to anxiety in your mind now. I declare it to be broken off of you now in Jesus' name. I declare depression must leave now in Jesus' name. I declare all suicidal thoughts must leave you now in Jesus' name. All thoughts to harm yourself must go now in Jesus' name. Every sickness in your body, I speak leave now. I declare be healed now, in Jesus' name, I speak healing to your mind, healing from trauma from your past. I declare healing to you now. Spirit of religion, I declare to get out of you. Spirit of religion that's pushed you down in your mind, get out now, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. And demonic dreams some some people here who have been tormented by demonic dreams i declare it to go now in jesus name be free now in jesus name thank you jesus thank you father thank you lord hallelujah